Hello and welcome to season four of Motivate Me. Are you feeling flat and you want to get your mojo back? Well, welcome to Monday Motivation, where we'll be dishing out tips, tricks, and techniques to get your head and heart back in the game. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Motivate Me. It is me time here on Motivate Me, and we are working on coming back from flat. Before we get started today, let's get right into some grounded headspace. Let's engage in the idea that this is time where you are the priority. We're going to take two slow, deep breaths to get us centered. So follow me in for four, hold for four, and out for six. In for four, hold for four, and out for six. Let's do that one more time. In for four, hold for four, and out for six. Ooh, I got to tell you, I'm struggling taking these breaths today. I'm holding uh, an ice pack on a broken rib, so really missing those deep breaths right now. Today's focus is bail on perfectionism. You know, too often we allow the idea of perfectionism to hold us back. We let it stop us from attempting something new and we let it stop us from creating. Let me give you some examples of what I mean here. So for starters, I never saw myself as a perfectionist, but my husband and daughter started pointing out to me some of the ways that that I do things differently from them. So for example, the way I cut vegetables. My husband used to be a line cook for Perkins. So breakfast at our house can be pretty spectacular. And since I'm his prep cook, I start cutting the vegetables for our omelets and our home fries before he even gets into the kitchen. I basically got kicked out of the kitchen because I take too much time cutting the peppers, my husband says cutting the peppers, the onions, the mushrooms, because I don't know, don't you do this? I try to make them all the same size. Isn't that what we need to do to help them cook evenly? I mean, I thought that was the plan. Well, my husband, he comes barreling into the kitchen and he just cuts everything in the same haphazard way that he folds his laundry or makes a ham sandwich. He just throws all the ham into the middle of the bread in one big lump. And you can bet that my ham is dispersed evenly throughout the whole sandwich. I will tell you something though. I like his better. (laughs) And, And he knows it because I'll say, will you make me one of your ham sandwiches? Anyway, my daughter is similar to my husband. She'll approach a project and boom, it's done. And I'm on the other side of the room, not having even started it yet because I'm feeling anxious about it not coming out right of not having exactly what I need to do the job. So I literally write with mechanical pencils because I don't like seeing things crossed out on my paper, even though all I'm writing is notes or journals. Pen feels like a big commitment. You know what I mean? Anyway, here's the thing. If we don't act on an idea in the first five minutes from the creation of it, chances are we never will. And in order to act this quickly, we have to get past our feelings of perfectionism. When I finished my undergraduate degree in English and education, even after all of my student teaching experiences, 
I still didn't feel ready to be in the classroom. I still didn't feel educated enough. What I felt was imposter syndrome. I felt like maybe if I had a master's degree, I'd be better prepared. And my husband said, what do you need a master's degree for? You just got your teaching degree. That's what it's for. And I said, I don't know. I don't feel ready. Our perfectionism is driven by fear. Fear that we won't be smart enough, talented enough, attractive enough, perfect enough. We have to determine a jumping off point, though. We have to decide to take that leap of faith. We have to accept the fact that we will be nervous, that we may feel like a fake or a fraud. And then once we do get started, we may need to pivot or edit. But if we don't act at all because we're too scared of not being good enough or because we never feel ready or perfect enough, then we stay stagnant and we risk becoming bitter and resentful. And if we do that, we have nobody to blame but ourselves. I really had to push past these feelings when I got the idea to travel the 50 states in 90 days, interviewing people about their passion. I did act in the first five minutes by sending a message to someone I knew to see if she'd be interested in accompanying me on a trip like this as my assistant. But here I was, a new podcaster and a new professional coach. I had just resigned from teaching to work on this career And I was talking about taking this huge, very expensive, very timely, very complex step. So much could go wrong. And the timeline only allotted me so much time to prepare. But honestly, would I ever really have felt prepared for a trip like this one? I go into all the details about how I acquired my crew and how I planned this trip in episode 533 if you're interested in that. But important to note here is that I had a lot to push through to go through with this trip. Like all the things I just mentioned and the fact that I was a 48-year-old chunky mother figure who just decided to hit the road and interview people in each of the 50 states. I needed to buy equipment. I needed a new van. I needed to learn how to run my body mics and record and edit the show from the road There was a huge learning curve in a lot of areas here, and there were many points of exit where I would have been justified in canceling this trip because I felt ill-prepared. But I pushed through, and I know that you can too. Here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to make a list for yourself of all the things you've done in life where when you started, you were panicked. I want you to list them all And when you do this, envision yourself at the start. Reconnect with the feelings you had at the start. Make your whole list. All the things that you've done that when you started or even thought about doing it, you felt panicked. When you're done, I want you to go back to the list, start at the top again. Look at what you've written there. Envision how you felt at the end of that moment in time. And I want you to write a number. I want you to write a number that demonstrates on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best, a number that represents how confident you felt when this moment in time came to an end. Now listen, I'm not saying you won't have a thing or two on your list that you think you could have been better off never doing. And I'm not saying you won't look at something on your list and wish you did it differently. But I think you will overwhelmingly see that much of what you pushed yourself to do is what's shaped you as a person and moved you forward in your life. 
So do this for your entire list. You know, walking into teaching, I would have given myself a four on this list. But when I left, I would have given myself a nine. Walking into my 50 states in 90 days trip, I would have also given myself a four on that list. And after completing it, I would have also given myself a nine. I'm seeing a trend here in me. (laughs) For me, I am tough on myself and the fours are because I feel I have so much to learn. But they are no lower than that because I know that my intentions were true and that I was all in. And on the way out, I feel confident and capable, but I always know there are are things I could have done better. There's always people I feel I could have treated better. And maybe this is my perfectionism creeping in, but I'm good with nines. I'm proud of my nines. This list you just made would be really great to share with a friend who thinks that you are braver than them, that you always have it together and are never fearful. Or maybe there's a child in your life who would benefit from seeing how human you are, that you have had to push through fears in your life too, but that you emerged on the other side glad that you did. Maybe you could share with them how to make a list like this to show them that anything that, that they want to accomplish, they should do it because when they're done, they'll be glad they did. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please join us in our private Facebook group, Motivate Me Support System. You can come chat with me there. And check out MotivateMePodcast.com for anything else. I'm going to leave you with some truth talk from me to you. The truth is that if we allow perfectionism to keep us grounded, we'll never have no one to blame but ourselves. And yes, we may try something new and feel like we failed. Or when we look back, we may see all of what we think we should have done differently. But we'll have walked away stronger, smarter, more interesting, and more knowledgeable than we would have ever been. And most importantly, we will never have to wonder, what if? Please remember that you motivate me. I'm Lynette Renda. (laughs) I dropped my ice pack. Just